Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends. Today is a beautiful day, even though we're going to be talking about a hot topic and and the way that Paul encourages us to handle people who are our believers or call themselves believers and yet continue to do things that are blatantly against God's word. So let's go ahead and dive in for the second real reason that Paul's writing this letter. We are in 1 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 1 and Paul writes, it is actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you and of a kind that is not tolerated even among pagans for a man has his father's wife. Yikes y'all. This church in Corinth, they were allowing some gnarly stuff to happen. A man taking his father's wife. And whether that means his mother, I'm honestly not fully sure. That's kind of what it seems like because he's saying even pagans don't accept this stuff. And I, I do appreciate how he's like, it's actually reported to me about this. Like, I can't even believe it is kind of the the vibe I get from that sentence. And he goes on to say, and you are arrogant. Ought you not rather to mourn? Let him who has done this be removed from among you. Ought you not rather to mourn? That sure makes it seem like they're not mourning. They're not upset about this, but instead they're accepting it and they're tolerating this negative behavior within their church. And Paul says, let him who has done this be removed from among you. And that might seem harsh, my friends, But that's what scripture tells us to do. And there is going to be some clarifications in coming days that make it clear that this is only referring to people who are basically living in blatant sin, having no problem with it, who are calling themselves believers, not not of other people of the world, not people who do not even call themselves Christians. And I know it's it's a hard thing to think about and it's an icky thing to think about, but this is what was going on at this church. And it was included in scripture for a reason, because there is a lesson for us to learn. He goes on, for though absent in body, I am present in spirit. And if present, I have already pronounced judgment on the one who did such a thing. When you are assembled in the name of the Lord Jesus and my spirit is present with the power of our Lord Jesus, you are to deliver this man to Satan for the destruction of the flesh so that his spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord. There is a lot here. Paul's basically saying, you know, listen, I know I'm absent, but my spirit is there with you. He had just finished saying how he was their spiritual father. And he's talking again about that idea of, of power being from within. My spirit is present with the power of our Lord Jesus. So we know that that Paul's intentions, Paul's spirit would not have allowed these things. The way that Paul, you know, invested in these new believers would not have allowed these things. And he's making that perfectly clear. I do not support this. 
I do not support this. So when you are assembled in the name of the Lord Jesus, you are to deliver this man to Satan for the destruction of the flesh. That seems harsh, y'all. That seems so stinking harsh. And I get it and I hear it and it is hard to think about. And I don't think they're meaning deliver him to Satan, like go sell his soul to the devil or perform some curse on him. Nothing like that. But but basically treat them treat them almost like they were an unbeliever and allowing them after you have spoken your peace after you have told them this isn't right and they continue to do it allowing that person to go run rampant in sin and why would you do that why would you ever allow that he continues so that for the purpose that his spirit may be saved in the day of the lord I'll be honest with you, this is a hard part of scripture, and I don't have all the answers. But one thing I do know is that God God views sin as sin, as wrong, as bad, for a reason. And that reason is to keep us safe. And so with that in mind, we know that sin actually comes with consequences. And so in a sense, just like you would allow a child, right, to experience natural consequences in, in some situations, right? So a child says, I I'm, don't want to wear a coat today. I don't want to wear a coat today. So you let the child go outside without a coat. And then before long, they're saying, Burr, I need a coat. I need this back. And of course, a loving parent is going to give them that coat. But had you just forced them to wear the coat, they never would have learned the lesson. Or, for example, a child decides to pour water all over the floor. Their natural consequence is that they're going to need to clean it up. And we need those natural consequences as children are growing up in order for them to learn. Which makes perfect sense, right? But it's so much harder to think about that when it comes to adults and when it comes to sin. But that's, that's what scripture says. Send them out. Send them out so that their spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord. I kind of view this as so that they will see these natural consequences. See the lesson that needs to be learned and come back to Jesus. Come back to their Savior, to the truth. And again, we're going to get some more clarity on this. So, so just be patient if you have questions. And again, I don't have all the answers. So seek the Lord on this if it's a struggle for you. But just knowing that, that believers who live blatantly in sin. I understand we all sin. We all fall short, right? But there is a difference between sinning, repenting of sin, and then seeking to grow and be better and just living in it blatantly. So take some time to dwell on this today, this truth, and in the truth that sin has consequences. How have you seen that in your life, that sin has natural consequences? And I'll see you tomorrow morning. Can you do me a favor? If you enjoyed this episode, can you click that share button and send it over to a friend? Because God's word we know is living and active. 
And if this podcast stood out to you, if it was valuable to you, then share that value with someone else. Bring someone else into this world so that they can also enjoy this podcast and start their day off right with God's word and focusing on Christ. So hit that share button, send it to a friend. Thank you in advance.